Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Mesil Sasharm in English. We are up to Parakid Aleph, which is the largest parak in uh, the largest chapter in Mesil Sasharm. I know that I said that about the 10th parak, but I was confusing it with the 11th parak. And um, now the Ramchal is really going to go into the meat and potatoes of what a Naki is, which we said from the last chapter, it's a really, really high level. This Naki, this person who's a Naki is actually free from sin completely. So, and the interesting thing is, by the way, that we're still at the beginning of the book, right? We're in chapter 11, there are 26 chapters. So there's still plenty of levels to go. This is only the fourth level on the ladder of Repentus Vinyar. So let's see what this is. So the details and the trait of a Naki are exceedingly numerous. I mean, there are a lot of details, and they include all 365 prohibitions, which are 365 low sases, because, in, in, because the essence of the trait of Nakias, as I've already stated, is for a person to be purged of all branches of the various sins, not only those that are seen and more obvious, but even the ones that are not obvious, like we said before. However, even though the Yitzhara strives to cause a person to transgress in all the sins, there are certain sins that human nature desires very, very much. And therefore, it will be easier for him to entice us to want to do it. And as a result of that, he will focus a lot on making those sins, you know, on putting those sins in front of our face, in a sense, and he'll work very hard or give extra focus or extra energy to make sure that we do those sins because those are easier for him. Right? Remember, the Ramchal said that the Yetzirah, the evil inclination, is a very, very cunning and strategic warrior. And he knows where to pick and choose his battles. So if he picks and chooses battles where it's easier for man to sin, that's exactly where he's going to focus on. So let's delve right into it. He said already that these things are... Um, what do they focus on? Now we see that even the most people... Oh, right. I'm sorry, I skipped. We said we said in the previous chapter there are three things that man really, really covets. Number one, we said is stealing, which is going to go into detail, and also forbidden relationships and evil speech. Those are the big three that that man, in a sense, has has a na a natural inkling towards, and we'll explain now in each one. Let's start with the one. Let's go through a lengthy discussion now about geza, which is stealing. Now we see that even though most people are not outright outright thieves, that is, they're not the type to actually go into their go into their friend's pocket, take out a hundred dollars and put it in their own pocket, or go into their friend's property and take I don't know something from their house and put it in theirs. Nevertheless, a lot of people get a taste of theft just in the course of business dealings, and what does that mean? Is they rationalize themselves permission for one man to make a profit off someone's loss. And they claim making a profit is different. I don't know. Let's give an example. Have you ever had um, an order from, uh, let's say, Amazon, who uh, where they sent you the wrong item or they sent you one extra of something? Is it a, I mean, and let's say it was a nice item, something, uh, I don't know, not too expensive because then you'd feel guilty, but somewhere in the medium price range, like, 
What are they going to care if they have an extra one, whatever it is? And you say to yourself, hmm, why do I have to really let Amazon know? I think that's where the Ramchal is going. Most people, a lot of people, will find themselves in that predicament, especially if they're not really, really sensitive to these things. They'll be a little bit what we call Maraheter, when in essence, if someone sends you something, it really doesn't belong to you. You should really return it. And that's where the Ramchal is going with that. So a lot of times people have a taste of stealing in their business dealings. And they claim, they say to themselves, making a profit is different. However, now we know that same person is not going to go into someone's pocket and steal $100. Of course not. Or go rob someone. No, not at all. We're talking about now, remember, and this is the subtlety of Nikias, is taking those Averas that will be a little bit more Maraheter, will be more rationalized and say, this is okay. Amazon's not going to care if I take it. The truth is you're probably right, but you have to ask them. Many times you ask them, so I just keep it. However, we should know how serious that even this type of stealing is. And it's so hard to, 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 uh, to not to stumble on this, so hard not to stumble on this. And he goes through now. There are many prohibitions that stay in the Torah. So many. It says you shall not cheat. You shall not rob. You shall not steal. You shall not deny falsely. You shall not lie one to another. Do not aggrieve one another. Now, all these are all types of theft. And they encompass many of the things that are done in the course of standard business. And each of these things are included in many of the prohibitions. Because it's not only the blatant and obvious act of cheating that we're talking about, but anything, this is the rule, anything that can cause a loss to someone else, and you're in essence stealing of it. You're in essence stealing. So he's going to continue and go on and really hammer down this point with many, many different examples. And it's really important that we get it in our head because we have to train our minds. That's what it is to be sensitive, even to the things that we might rationalize that are okay. Like this case with the Amazon. I find it to be a really practical and great example. Um, And uh, yeah, we'll continue more in the next podcast.